forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hi, you slops, you stupid little... Our number is 213-536-9180. Wait. <laughs> Leave it Keep in. Going. Keep going. Is that our... Our number is... Keep going. Two, three... Wait, what is nope. our number? Two, one, three. Five, I'm not in it to win it. Our email is at sloppypod at gmail.com. And now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you horrible little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. What are you doing? What are you doing today? You just got back from Tuesday. seeing your mommy and daddy. Tuesday. I it's like a how Tuesday. You, I like how you always just say the day of the week. Um, I will say I like tweeted. We talked about this last week, but I was like Arizona made me feel icky, and then I recently also uh, tweeted. We got a lot and- of we got a lot of backlash <laughs> on your comments on Arizona. I got numerous text messages telling me that and- Arizona is great. And here's the thing. I bet there are many pockets that it's great, but someone responded to me and was like, shut the fuck up. You're just staying at your parents' vacation house. I was like, vacation house? They live in New Mexico, and I went to see them because they're old. Like, <laughs> It was just very aggressive. And I did the first, I think this is the first time I ever did this where I just blocked someone on Twitter. I was like, oh, I love oh, I blocking people. I was like, oh, I don't need to explain myself. I'm just going to hit. Blickety-blot. Oh, my God. The funniest thing happened. I once blocked somebody, but I don't know why. I have no re- I have no memory of doing it. And then I was supposed to be interviewed by them on Instagram. So through, in all the emails, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, just send me their stuff. Ah! I'll do it. And I, like, couldn't find their Instagram. And I was like, maybe this person just doesn't exist. And then the final question of the interview was, and why did you block me? And I was like, wait, why did I block you? You have to tell me. Now that is gotcha journalism. That's gotcha journalism. (laughs) Girl, they got you right together. And guess what? She she is is... a Chicago girl. Oh, (laughs) a recent Chicago girl? Because I wouldn't put it past Miss Toto to do that. No, uh, it's (laughs) Chanel Mercedes Iman Diamond. Mercedes Iman Diamond is from Minneapolis. Chanel... Oh, and that Hold person on. was Candy Muse. Candy Muse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you went to a skate park on your roller skates and did what? Okay, when I was growing up, I was in middle mm-hmm, school. Mm-hmm. I did something that was called um, aggressive skating. That was the name that it was given. I was not an aggressive person at it. But like the 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 roller blades that i had you know you couldn't call them roller blades you called them skates but they weren't like roller skates you know they were structured like roller blades four wheels in a row they were made by the like skate company snowboard company k2 and the mm-hmm. skates i had were called k2 fatties ooh and they were like heavier and thicker and they had like a little grind like yeah, groove in the middle and I used to do that, and we would go to the skate park, and I was always very, very bad at it. But you went on, like... My four-wheeled skates? Roller yeah. skates. 
Baby, I, well, because you can take them out. I mean, I was watching a bunch of videos. There's a bunch of tricks. Um, Our good friend Kim, who's in Skate Gang with us, you've met Kim. Kim is she, so good at She's skating. out there doing cartwheels and stuff. So uh, she had gone to a skate park earlier in the week, and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. I'm always down to do anything that'll break a hip. So I went <laughs> with no pads, no helmet, and was just dropping in. But that was the that was the most I could do. Like I couldn't, I don't know any tricks, and I'm not gonna do cartwheels. So I was mostly just like going down ramps and up them and then like skating around. And we really did piss off some skateboarders. They were not having us. Oh, they weren't happy. But okay, let me tell you, I have muted the group chat about the skating because it's a lot but it's fun to like go look at it no one from skate gang listens (laughs) (laughs) no what i mean is i muted it just so my phone is not going that's the one active group chat that i am on that involves like 25 people yeah it's a big group so it's a lot of people messaging on it but i mute it but i look at it like you know it shows me if there's a notification Mm -hmm. But um, I remember there was a lot of discourse about we're adults. Let's go early in the morning so that we don't piss off the youth. We went at scary nine with the skateboards. We were there at nine a.m., honey, and um, it was it was just us. And then around eleven, like thirty year olds started coming, and then there was like people that were older than us. So it was very yeah. strange. We didn't see any youths because I knew they would have been like fruit booter, get out of here, you fat fag. And I was like, listen. I don't have any rehearsed responses. What's a fruit booter? Roller skates were called fruit boots. Yeah. Roll- yeah, baby. I love that. Okay, so let me tell you, I did a little more pickling when I was oh, in right, New Mexico. Oh, right, you went home. So let's talk about the pickles. Honey, Miss Thing, Miss Honey. <laughs> I We did Ms. jalapenos. Oh, jalapenos. We did, yeah, we did jalapenos. We did jardinere. Giard- what cheese? No, jardinera, jar jardinera. What the fuck is jardinera? You know, it's like an Italian mix of like cauliflower and red peppers. And oh, um, I thought it was like a real vegetable. I thought it was a vegetable I had never heard of called no, jardinera. Like bay leaves and some serrano peppers. So I did that, and then we also made pickles. And now here's what I got to tell you: you put the my bay friend, leaves in. My friend, you put the bay leaves in, in, you take the, the salt on out, and then you too much to, dill and you shake, shake it, it all about. You try to do some pickling, but it doesn't work out, and that's, that's what, what this it's pod's all about. about. <laughs> no, so my my friend um, who gave me the big like all the pickling supplies and everything, mm-hmm. we spoke on the phone, and I said, "Who you is know, this friend?" I, the one who gave me all the pickling supplies. But who and are so they? I I said to him Oops. I was like I don't oh, think I him. did all okay. the <laughs> I was like I don't think I did all the reading correctly because the whole point of it is like some of it is a very long process. We just want to do all the pickling very fast. But like if you read for two more minutes into it, you're supposed to let stuff sit for a week and then boil it and then put it in the cupboard for 6 months. Wait. Like oh, Yes. No, honey. I said I'm gonna boil this vinegar water and pour it over some cucumbers. But like he gave me the the kit that has like the huge thing with the jar rack in it and the tool to like lift the now, boiling who, jar out. Now was this a was this something that they had this person he had himself or was <laughs> he this had a, himself. A, a yeah, monetary he- gift that he gave you that maybe. <laughs> no, no. 
he had himself because he had he had once been into pickling. He wasn't just into pickling. It seems like he was pickling. <laughs> he was. He the diva was was the pickling. So okay. wait. So did you make a new jar? And will you bring it over to me? Yeah. So I just I yes yes uh, yes yes. Here's also, the thing is that I, I want to bring. Don't I didn't make. Bring, I didn't make I more pickles. Bring. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it, candy muse. I didn't make more pickles, but I think that next, when you bring them over, maybe we should do a pumpkin carving competition. I'm into record that. Record it, and then we could post it along with the podcast. So if you want to listen and watch at the same time, you can. Or here's, just watch the video because here's be what I think thing. we should do. Oh, and you, maybe we'll can cut you this. stop pointing at me through the Zoom? <laughs> Right. So in addition to the pumpkin carving, which will be mm-hmm. like our sort of like uh, October holiday thing, we do we're not I'm not we can't officially announce it yet, but I <sighs> have received like positive affirmation from all fronts that from this our bosses will happen in November. Ooh. And do you want to like sort of describe? First of all, this is going to be like a behind a paywall thing. This is going to be for all you this listeners, is not for the public. Save your little ten dollars and get it together because we're going to charge. We're going to do a live stream, but it is going to be. It's going to ga- be interesting because gag-worthy? it's like worthy, gag worthy. Um, <laughs> you know how we like to, we like to just every from this point forward we're going to be doing holiday themed things. So yeah. for Christmas, I think that we'll probably have a gift wrapping competition. But yes. I definitely think for Thanksgiving there should be some sort of something getting stuffed. Yeah, there should. It, it, you know that stuffing is a, is an integral part of any Thanksgiving table, and I think Crisco is a part of every holiday. We have often celebrated, you know, the act of stuffing, the the pleasure everyone can get from and you've it. You've done it numerous times, yeah. just getting your arm right up on in that turkey. And don't forget the seasonings. Mm-hmm. So and poppers. <laughs> so I guess uh, what we want to say is, uh, be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be a fisting good time. <laughs> Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, any other news from you on the this front? I know that this Friday I will be hosting Bitch Pudding's Digital Drag while Bitch is out of town. So Okay. I, I know just last week I said I will not be doing Digital Drag, but now I am hosting it. So I will, in, in a sense of it, I won't be doing Digital Drag, but I will be doing Digital Drag. Wait, that's so exciting. So are you... Um... You're working with the team. You're working with Brett yes, and Meg. I will be there with Brett and Meg. Everyone will be getting tested. And, and you're doing, you're going over there. So it's all the setup. Cause yeah, listen, I, no shade. We've all sort of tried to attend some of your live streams in the past. Oh, it's not- a mess. It's a mess <laughs> over here. It's just a shit show over here. So you're but, going to oh, the hub. I'm going over there where they have better internet. And I. Might be doing a live number, depending on. We'll see. Oh, it's, very they like have uh, the Kiara with like the shimmering lights and the well, black they and have white all camera. that space and all that. I was like, I don't got that at my house. Let's go over there. Let's kick around. Let's scuff up their floor. What did I text you the other day that I was like, you? I have a drag idea for you. I don't know. Do you want me to look? Yeah, look at the text thread. I feel like I texted you and I was like, this is the drag idea, and then you said, oh, <laughs> you said I was old. Because of what you look like right now. 
Wait, I don't know what it is. What did you, you look say? like? Pat, the Julius Sweeney. Uh, but like, no one remembers Pat. Well, the thing about Pat that's interesting, I, we, I'm sure we have listeners who are my age who Pat, know about S- Pat. It was an SNL sketch, a gender. It was an SNL price. sketch that was pretty transphobic under one lens, but also sort of like one of the first. But I guess it is transphobic because it was like a sketch and the jokes were, what gender am I? So it is transphobic. But on the the Abby McEnany show on Showtime called Work in Progress that takes place in Chicago, which is about sort of um, uh, a queer woman in her, I guess, 50s? Uh, anyways, Good she... For her. Well, well, Abby's character talks about how Pat was like, a trigger for her growing up because she was always constantly called Pat uh. as sort of like a masculine presenting lesbian. And in the on the pilot episode, they bump into Julia Sweeney, who plays Pat on SNL. They bump into her and her husband like in a restaurant. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's actually very amazing. But anyways, long story short, a Pat is problematic as everything is that isn't happening in this exact moment moving forward. You know, everything has a problematic past. And um, it is so fascinating because Meatball like sent me, we were FaceTiming or something and looking at your glasses and your hair. It was just like, it was like the perfect, you look just like Pat. It was a hot day here, and I was, I think I was recording something about the Tapatio makeup from Hip Dot. Yes, yes. And I put it on, and I I wasn't expecting "Mm, to show my face. I was just expecting to, like, do an unboxing. But I put the, they have these lip glosses that are Tapatia infused, so they, like, tingle your lips to make them, like, bigger, plump them up. But uh-huh. it, like, legitimately, I'm so sensitive to, like, hot sauce and stuff, it started to burn my mouth. No, everyone else loves it. It was just, a, I don't like that feeling on my mouth. I don't like any spicy at all. That's, like, remember when they came out with the lip gloss that they called, like, Venom? And yeah, it had, it's, like, it's that formula. It's the, probably the same thing. It's a little lip plump. Yeah, but these are, like, a little tinted, and they taste a little bit like uh, tapatio. Tapatio. Okay, so I guess what a great little roundup we've had. Oh, is this um, all? It's only it's been so short. I have some other things I'd like to talk to you about. Well, we have to take a break and then we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a 
uh, very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. everyone we are back to Tuesday it's a Tuesday motherfucker oh wait God. that went see we had done a previous take of that that didn't go so mad that wasn't angry okay so meatball has selected some very amazing voicemails remember if you want to leave us a phone call a message you can call in our phone number we say it at the top and the bottom of every show all right here's the voicemail you like that it was a fake out for the song I didn't yeah I was song. ready to sing it I remember <laughs> right. the number now uh here is the first one hello my name is ryan listen i thought i called y'all's number and i apparently was one number off and i left a full voicemail about this whole sex story of like me being walked in on somebody and like this whole fucking thing that i thought like would definitely like perk your ears up but uh apparently i fucking uh called a random restaurant they called me back saying uh if i ever leave a voicemail like that again they will call the cops (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to tell the story at this point because it's not better than what just happened. Uh, it was literally this like old woman from a bakery that I apparently called in LA. Uh, so, you know, make sure you're dialing the right number because, uh, nobody wants to hear how, uh, uh, how your aunt saw you get shit on. (laughs) But that's that. Love the podcast. Love you too. Uh, bye. Bye. Oh my! Bye! Oh my God! I I'm so sorry <laughs> to whoever had to hear that. Is now my question is: Does that bakery not um have an actual voicemail like thing, or do does ours not say like thanks for calling Sloppy Seconds? I think ours just goes like beep. Oh, which is I'm why sure so you many need people to be sure of the phone number. Which is which why we made the jingle available for you to listen to at the at start the or the end of the and show. the end of every episode. <laughs> right. That's when we will sing it. We should get Candy <laughs> Muse to sing it. <gasps> Can you give an impression gonna... of what that would sound like? No, because I don't speak bulldog. Now, <laughs> oh, I'm just <laughs> When do we get to have candy on the show? I'll text her right now. 
Okay, so how thoughts on Ryan calling a bakery to let them know that he got shitted on? That's like that Nicki Minaj song. Shitted, shitted on, on them. them. Yeah, I just shitted on them. <laughs> I remember the first Put time I heard that. Put your number twos in the air if you did it on them. I remember the first time I heard that song and I was like, wow. Like, I just couldn't stop thinking about her actually pooping on someone because I didn't <laughs> know the reference of, like, shitting on someone as being like, I destroyed them. I, like, beat them. You were like, why didn't she do? I was do? like, why did she keep talking about shitting on someone? Why didn't she do? I just think that is so funny that you left a voicemail. That's all. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Rye. Okay, we do have one more. Uh, Meatball, which of these other two should we play? I think... I think the second one, X, that starts with Okay, here we go. I think it was funnier. And traumatic. No. Hey, Big Dipper Meatball, my name is Funk Ass Bitch. We're not going to use my real name because I'm a slut in the Inland Empire. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot this guy has, like, a character. <laughs> I, I love that he was like, I'm a slut in the Inland Empire. But what did he say? My name is... I don't know, like, Punk Ass Bitch or punk something. Ass <laughs> my name is Punk Ass Punk Ass Bitch. bitch. I ain't going to tell you my real name. I'm a slut in the Inland Empire. All right, here we go. <laughs> I want to give you a quick story about something crazy that's kind of bugging me, but I'm kind of into it. So me and my ex for three years, we live together. And okay. we are in a three-story apartment. He's on the second floor. I'm on the third. Uh, this is important for the story later on. We broke up, so now uh, he's... What did you say? Why are you talking while he's okay, talking? Pop. What's up? They're in a three-story apartment. He uh-huh. lives on the third floor. Uh, his ex lives on the second floor. Where a is this three th- story apartment? I, that's what I said. A three story apartment went up in the sky. Yeah, that, that sounds song? like the Jackson. I'm then, moving on up, up to, to the, the East Side. Empire, to a I three story apartment in the, the sky. Right. Now we're both just trying to sing. Did you yeah, say we- Inland Empire? Yes, he did. No, did you sing it when you no, were singing I the parody? I went to the. No, I wasn't doing a parody. I was trying to give. I was giving whole chest. You were giving whole chest, real vocal, original track. Okay, here yeah. we go. Downstairs, I'm upstairs. I have a loft with no door. So, recently, I have discovered that after picking huge old dick, this, and big old toys, that I like a little dick in my store butthole because it feels great and got to give it up to the little boys. So, I have this new guy over this regular, and I have a curtain because there's no door. And he's fucking me, laying it down good. He comes with me. And then he leaves, goodbye. And then my ex walks up, and he's like, hey, want to see something hot? And I'm like, show me. So I hear, oh, I'm like looking at a porn, and I'm like, that kind of sounds like me. I'm like, that kind of looks like me. Bitch was recording me through the curtain. Uh, That's cool. It was kind of hot. We hate each other. We don't fuck, but just something interesting. All right, you guys have a good day. Talk to you later. That's a crime. That's a crime. <laughs> That's a crime. I had to have you listen to this one. This one is crazier than the one where the guy like forces him to get a circumcision. This is like he's <laughs> laughing and joking about it, but I was like, that man just de- defiled you and your privacy. Yeah, that's a crime. Wait, I do want to go back though. Um, he said that he recently discovered or he likes after... little dicks. Right, but like 
I don't understand. He was saying like, oh, I can take a really big dick and play with all these toys in like a fist, but I prefer a little dick. I was just interested. Yes, that's what he I said. I would like to. Okay. Um, I, I would, I, I, when I first heard that, I thought the same question. I thought, huh, that's interesting that if you can take all that, then wouldn't the feeling of a little one just not really do it for you? But maybe he likes just a little tickle in his pickle. Just a little tickle in his pickle. Well, I uh, love a little dick. I love getting slapped by him. <laughs> I love when you could like your fist is bigger than it, and you're just like holding it, and you feel like King Kong. Hey, this is King Kong. I go I ding know. dong. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be right back after this. Oh, another break. And we're back. Ooh. Are you that doing vocal lessons? Crystal, yeah, on Zoom. No, I wish. They would probably just be like, stop doing vibrato. And they'd be like, I don't know how. Do a dear a female dear. Would you do rap lessons over Zoom? Yeah, who would give me rap lessons? No, you would be teaching. <laughs> Oh, wow. So you think I'm worth teaching someone how to rap? Actually, huh. when I was on, um, <laughs> don't take this as a personal attack. When I was on Probably uh, is. That's fine. Twitch with Bitch Pudding the other day playing Dead by Daylight, she was someone like, posed the question because we were talking about the first time Bitch ever heard of you was when you were featured on the Caswell song, like, Fag Boy, Gay Boy. I'm a gay, I'm a yeah, fat it was called, fag. Yeah, it was called Fag Boy. Fag Boy. No, it's called Hot Homo. Oh, Hot Homo. But you came out being like, I'm a fat homo or something like that. My lyrics are, and they're stunning, and I'll just deliver them to you because they're very good. They're some of the best. It's the, one of the best tightest verses I've ever written, and I will gladly brag about myself right now. Well, why don't you give it to us? Big belly, thick thighs. I'm a fat homo. See me swish in my hips. I'm a fag homo. Craving dick when I'm lit. I'm a grab a homo. Don't spit cum, spit bars. I'm a rap homo. I mean, that's good, right? That was good. So the question was, who's a better gay rapper, you or Caswell? And then uh, I think most people said you. Oh, well, that's very nice. You know, it's all very subjective. It depends on what you're into. Yeah, because, you know, uh, former former guest of the pod, uh, Cakes the Killer, just put out this amazing new song called Dandada. And it's sort of like an old, it's like a throwbacky house track, but then Cakes is rapping on it. And he is such a good rapper. Yeah. Like such a good rapper. So, so fast and like lyrically very silky, but also like biting in like what he's saying. It's just very good. And so, you know, people, everyone likes different things. And uh, so, yeah, so everyone has their own opinion. I saw you try to get me dragged down into some sort of messiness right there. When? Just now. That wasn't, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I That was what I said on the thing. I was just like, it's just depending on what you're into. But I was like, for me, it's more different because I think it's just funnier. Like, it's more what I'm into. Are you very annoyed that so many people ask you questions about me? No one asks me questions about you. Really? Yep. Maybe it's because, like, I'm an open book and I'm kind of, like, predictable. 
predictable. Like, I feel like any question that anyone would have about me, they'd be like, oh, it's probably trash. Like, the answer is always, like, trash. No, the more the majority of people who I interact with just, like, don't know who you are. Oh. And so, like, they wouldn't even think to ask you a question, but, like, so many people ask well, you because the majority of people that you me. know are, like, 50, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So I'm more of a young person's game. I'm oh, like right. More, uh, I, the... My age range is more of a twenty to thirty. So right. I, I don't. I it's just that ten year, that little ten year gap. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, something can be said for you having an older audience. <laughs> I mean, they consume media better. They have more money. Older people do uh, engage in podcasts, and younger people are more so on YouTube and TikTok. That Tick- is a fact. TikTok. TikTok. Listen, these little TikTok kids are millionaires. And I don't, I just need someone to explain to me where, how that much money can be deposited into a bank account that quickly. Like, where is it coming from? Where are they signing these deals? Like, they just sign with a group and this group is like, here's $100,000. Just keep making TikToks. But like, don't, I don't get it. Can you can you explain where you saw this? Because I saw an infographic that I have no idea if it's real or not. But it basically was like, if you can get, like, it's like you get $10,000 if you get a million views on your TikTok. Or, like, something like that. It was, like, some sort of math thing. But it basically only said that TikToks were sustainable income if you have like 50 million followers and you do like multiple TikToks every day and each of those get like between five and 20 million. Only then could you make like a decent living. Yeah. Well, and then my other question is like YouTube money because that's crazy because Trisha Paytas is spending like $20,000 on like handbags a week. I saw that, but she makes money on OnlyFans. Here's the deal. If anyone who listens to this has a direct personal connection to Trisha, to Trisha Paytas. Paytas. We will go get COVID tested and bring the equipment and podcast in person. She won't have to she do has shit, a but just talk. Now. Sure. I'm so sure she-, she does. She's had one for a long time. Right? Uh, well, know. this one's a new one. I don't know. It's with some guy that does not like her. Um, we, no, that was a. The, you're talking about the clip where she's in all pink and he's like berating her? Yeah, that's her podcast. That's called no, Frenemies. That's a- I thought that was a clip from, like, years ago. That no, looks that like that like, clip is from no, 2018. No, that clip was recent because it was, um, she just did a, I just watched a YouTube video of her in that outfit today <gasps> talking about how she recorded the podcast. So this is very recent. But Trisha Paytas does not understand gravity. He was dressed up like James Charles and she was dressed up like Elle Woods. They were, it was their Halloween episode. Weird. Is it called The Dish with Trish? No, it's called Frenemies or something like that. Or like... Oh, yeah. Must be nice. Must be must be nice. All right. Well, I think we've done it. <laughs> Wait, is there anything else? What are you going to be for Halloween? Nothing. What are you going to be? Something? A little devil? I don't like... I don't like Halloween. I just figured that this Friday I would have a Halloween costume on for the digital. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I got jumped as a kid on Halloween, so I don't really like it. I got shot at with uh, by BB guns on Halloween. I got shot at by BB guns point blank in my back, not on Halloween. What? Mm -hmm. Were you abused as a child? I mean, were you bullied as a child? I thought you were. Yes. 
No, I was bullied a lot, and then I spent a lot of time in that sort of aggressive skate K2 fatties moment of middle school, 7th and 8th grade. Yeah. I spent a lot of time hanging out with kids who I thought were my friends who weren't my friends. Oh, because they would just and make fun. You were like the butt right. of all the jokes. I did Correct. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, and then they're like, walk over there, and then they shot me with a BB gun. And then they all laughed, and I was like, ah, whose turn is next? And they're like, no one else. It was just to shoot you. That type of shit. So, uh, yeah. Well, I you have- know what? Now you found your family amongst <laughs> old men and drag queens, and you don't ever have to go back to that again. You mean the old men who are drag queens? <laughs> don't talk about Lady Bunny like that. Or yeah, Sherry Bunny. Or Jackie Wee. Um, Or Willa Morello. <laughs> you just start saying everyone's name. <laughs> Wait, but what I, what what I do want to talk about before we go is um getting jumped. So I when I when I had Halloween happen as a as a youth, as a young child, I was really we, I bore witness to the like evolution of what it meant to do Halloween in my neighborhood because when I was young, I remember I couldn't wait until the moment when we could go off on our own. And my parents were like, okay, you're 12 now. You can go walk for three hours in the night and collect candy. And then I remember like in middle school, we started getting all these lectures in school about making sure all your candy candy wasn't tampered with, not accepting stuff in little Ziploc bags, you know, razor blades and apples, like that whole vibe. Mm -hmm. And then at a certain point, like as of late in my hometown, they push Halloween to the weekend closest to the day and they do it in bright daylight because the amount of like teenage trickery that was going on. I literally remember Where was this outside of Chicago in Evanston where I oh, okay. Oh, I weird. I guess I Chicago remember... would be kind of all wait. What is what do they call it? Hell night. That's what the teenagers would well, call it in my neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I know that in some places where 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 people grew up, there was like the 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 everyone goes nuts and like throws eggs on everyone's houses. There's that night, and then there's like the trick or treat. This it, it, there was never really a, a a distinction. It just all happened on one night. And I mean, I literally remember just standing on the corner and like just some teenagers running by and just snatching candy and pushing us to the ground. And that happened like multiple times. It was like, Oh, well, I guess we start over now. Cause that was two hours worth of trick or treating and all my candy. The, the craziest memory I have is we had just gotten home and we came in our back door and all of a sudden like four high school boys who knew my sister came barreling into our backyard and then up up the stairs and into the house and slammed the door behind them. And they were like, can we hide out in here? And it was like, what? And maybe, maybe as an adult, I would see that as like kids playing around, like chasing one another. But as a child, I thought they were running no, for adult, their life. Because they that's, knew that's my sister. They had like jump into, into the, the house. house. That's a lot. That's a but, lot. Like, it's not like they it's not like they had hung out there that afternoon and then came yeah. running back. It was like they had been there once before after school one day, but like these four in my mind like grown-up teenagers, like 17, 18-year-old kids, and they had been jumping fences running from whoever was chasing them. Yeah, so them. if you're jumping that many fences, I feel like that is severe and like that's too crazy. I remember our Halloween, we thought we were pretty safe, but we did have these 
there was like a set of neighbors in our neighborhood that like everyone in the neighborhood didn't like like no and they were the two houses were best friends and they were the ones who would like go hunting and do all this like crazy shit and we were in a pretty liberal neighborhood and they were very conservative so um we were all walking down the street and we were it was like a large group of like 10 of me and my brother's friends walking together and we walked past their street and we just started getting shot at like just hit with bb guns and then we started running, but we couldn't run the direction of our house. We had to run the opposite to get away from them. So then they got in their truck and started chasing us around. And our neighborhood was set up as one big circle. And, like, there's houses on the inside of it. And on the outside, there's a gate. Anyway, we had to run around the entire, like, mile to get back home. And our parents called the police, obviously, because we were being chased in a car and shot. And then the next morning, the whole tea of it all is that... Um, that guy was the police? No. His mom was my teacher. Uh, so our parents called the cops on my teacher's kids and got them like arrested. And girl. so the next morning she came into class, full class, starts screaming at me about how like uh, I'm a bitch and all this shit. And she got fired. Suck it, Miss. Yeah, fuck you, Miss. Okay, so I think we should just end on um remembering what Ellen always says. Do unto others as you want done. What does Ellen say? I never watched Ellen. She says, lick my pussy. Ah! <laughs> all right thanks so much for listening to sloppy seconds it's tuesday oh we have a very exciting guest this friday it is uh, uh she's she's our sister on the network um i'm very excited to have with us on friday delta work yeah so if you haven't been listening to very that i recommend you listening to it it's a lovely listen her and rasha it's so and funny it's just like smooth like butter the way they talk it just yeah. falls out of them um so we'll i'm gonna delta. ask her so many questions about peanuts peanuts yes listen and i think we might even uh well we'll we'll see what happens so, uh, thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. We'll see you here every Tuesday and Friday. I don't have the outro in front of me. Do you? No. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Two, one, three, five, three, six, nine, one, eight, zero. Bye. Bye. What a mess. Doodle doot doot forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>